How's it going, everyone? Tech here. And on this episode, we are talking about Crytek releasing some awesome new resources for game developers, a story about my uncle starting the riot, and a free game that looks like it should cost you money. This is episode five of the Indie Game Riot. Josh and Jan here with another episode of the Indie Game Riot. Tekido, yes. you are a good guy, so I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to ask you, how are you doing? Um, I have a funny story to share with you guys. No one cares. Next, uh, no, no it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> now this one, this one's going in. Now I know we make a lot of sex jokes on the show, and this one's what? really going to get me. We 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 can maybe maybe pre and post anyway. Um, so uh, the other day I was hanging out and you know I was in the living room. My my grandmother was overdoing something. My girlfriend was uh, drawing. Hold on, just is that one, euphemistic? Yeah, I was gonna no, wait one not, second. You don't okay. you don't start off a sex joke or a sex story with my it's grandma not, was doing it's something. It's not. In the it's just it's just when I say what happens, you guys are gonna be like, oh my god. So I'm just standing there and my jaw dislocates. Like, okay. It just for falls out of your, your skull. <laughs> I, well, see, I dislocated my jaw for the second time. Uh-huh. And, uh, the first time it happened, it was very... It wasn't painful when it happened, but it was very painful for about a month afterwards. And now that I'm talking about it, it's starting to hurt. It really sucks. Uh, no, I, uh, I felt a sneeze coming on. And <laughs> all of a sudden, I just sneeze, and bam, my jaw dislocates. What the... And okay. It, and I know, I know the process of getting it back in, so I, so I relocate my jaw, and, uh... Yeah, that's what? that's a story that you don't hear every day. <laughs> either you I have, so hard it dislocated my jaw. I was gonna say either you have ridiculous sneezes or <laughs> I mean it's or you have a glass have... jaw. Like, <laughs> well, I, mean, I hate to see you get punched. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. Like, it, you don't really. I, my sneezes though do hurt really bad. Uh, I was in the car once and I sneezed and I threw out my back. <laughs> You're like the big bad wolf of allergies. <laughs> it was that was that God. was. When you're painful. old, you're gonna that's how, that's gonna be the death of you. <laughs> gonna be how I I'm just like ah chew. <laughs> Your body's just gonna snap in half. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna like die of a die of a heart attack right there. You know, induce Holy a coma crap. via sneeze. I'll be in one of those like wards where they can't have any dust. I'll live in a bubble for the last twenty years of my life. Hopefully not. But um, but yeah, I just like. And I post the best part is I post it. I tell people I'm like, yeah, I just landed my jaw the other day. They're like, how? Did you get into a fight? I'm like, sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what. That's what happened. I got mugged and I had to save a woman. <laughs> I, I was thinking about making this a really cool story. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I was walking my dog and this uh, we have pit bulls down the street and one of them attacked me and you know I had to like stab it in the neck and it like knocked me and you know, but no. No, I like I, I like the anti stories. Yeah. I, I, I really, <laughs> <laughs> now you can't ever live it down, so there's that. Oh, I know, but you know, <laughs> it, it's 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 life. 
Well, uh, how about you, Rev? Has your uh, how, how have your speaking of, speaking of messed up body parts? How's your knee actually? <laughs> Uh, my knee is not too bad. It's almost at about 85% of capability. And uh, I did a, some light sparring over the last weekend. I'm talking like really, really light sparring. And uh, outside of that, like I've just, I, I've been playing video games on console and I can't talk about any of them because they're not <laughs> enough. But uh, I did want to commit sacrilege. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't talk about AAA games on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a couple of games that have been in my queue for a long time, and one of them happens to be the only game on the PS3 that I actually cared to play, and uh, I finished it in about ten hours, so I was kind of disappointed by it. But well, anyway, what, what game is that? God of War three. Oh, okay. Yeah, never played them. So I did. I did. However, Josh, I did like the implication. Tech is a good guy, so you're gonna ask him how his week. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, reference the I'm <laughs> that's why you, you're a heathen. You just said a triple A game on this show. You know, I think we've all done it like 10 times by now. Preemptive punishment. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Josh? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing much, actually. I just, I've been speaking of sneezing, actually. It's, I don't know. Have, do you guys have allergies? Kind of. Yes. Holy crap. Like the, the pollen this year is ridiculous. I'd I take the cold you. over the pollen this year. And I, so I'm, I apologize ahead of time. I, I think I'm fine right now because, I mean, the windows are closed and I've been inside for a while. But, like, as soon as I step outside, it's like my nose just, like, melts off yeah. my face. Claire, D. Not a sponsor. No. Josh, you need the D. No, it's hay fever. It's hay fever. And oh. when I was younger, I used to, like, break out in hives. And but but now it's just mostly like itching and watering and, and sneezing and stuff like that. Like but it's like like where my throat meets my nose and like inside oh, my ears, God. it's like itching and burning from it, uh, like in my sin- sinus cavity. Yeah, Claritin or Allegra, and my wife is not sponsoring, but is forcing me to use Sinex. Actually, I uh, Claritin is the best thing in the world. Claritin oh, is what so I bad. usually take. Claritin. Oh my God, it's the worst. Like. You have to mix it with vodka in order to, like, get anything decent tasting out of it. Well, you, when no. they say mucinex, they're saying that's made out of mucus. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm sure they it's, just syringe it right out of the cow. It's so much worse than that. <laughs> so much. It, like, a, it's the most It's just disgusting. a giant turkey baster, and they suck it out of the... Everyone, everyone listening is. is just gagging now. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> for, for those of you who know about, like, mucus reducers and how they are literally the worst-tasting, worst-smelling pills ever created by a human leave a comment down below (laughs) (laughs) Um, and lastly i I feel like you know as long as we are getting messages and stuff like that um it's not really a segment but maybe it will be in the future once we get like a whole bunch of them but i just again stars of indie game riot yeah just to say thanks to the people who are sending us matches messages and uh most recently why why do i never have this stuff open yeah man come on it's even <laughs> it's the, the shape of the chat yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a link to it i think no uh yeah, most recently we had one uh someone uh on youtube gives a comment and it was really uh nice it makes us feel good it makes us feel like we're doing something good here um so thank you anthony p says i'm officially addicted to this podcast the production quality put into this goes a really long way and every recommendation so far has been a great discovery loving this stuff so keep it up so thank you for that encouraging uh comment anthony and we don't yeah. know him we no. have no idea who he is <laughs> no this is not uh we're not we're not it's this not is like not it's not like <laughs> yeah it's not like like my mom you're like oh yeah i have your podcast on what is it <laughs> <laughs> 
YouTube, what's that site? Well, I, don't, I don't know why my mother sounds like like a ninety year old woman, but anyway. <laughs> too oh wait yeah. um but yeah no thanks to anthony I, I, that that helps us a lot like keeps our energy going if yeah. as it, mm-hmm. we love we love messages that, you know even if it's not to give us like you know kudos or anything like that just suggestions anything like that send them to us and we'll we'll give you all the links at the end of the show but uh there are definitely ways to contact us uh with that said i think it is time to move on to the very first segment of the show indie news injection are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. All right, everyone, for our first segment of Indie News Injection. Did you like that? Did you like that? I like yeah. how everything's broken up into segments of segments. Yeah, exactly. It's like sub-segments <laughs> of segments. The creators of a little game called Journey have raised $7 million um, in donations and investments into the company to make a new game. Now, the information on the new game isn't very prevalent. There's not a whole lot about what the game is. All we know is that they're making a new one. And for those of you who don't know, uh, that game company made... um, a game called Journey for the PlayStation 3. And it was a game where you and somebody else were traveling through this world and the only communication you had was a little ding. And and my experience with this game, their old game, was that it really broke down human communication to a point where you didn't know whether the person on the other side was a total, like, dick or... <laughs> or or if, if they really needed help. And it, it gets to the point where, you know, you're, you're going ahead, you're doing all these things, and you just hear ding, 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 because the other guy is failing, and, and you just, just you realize, well, well, not only that, but you really get this feeling of, like, camaraderie when where all you have to communicate are these dings. Instead of instead of the Call of Duty, like... Yeah, it's like, just like... Like, your mother, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, uh... <laughs> What I think is really interesting is actually uh, with Journey, you know, in comparison to this new game, is that the, with Journey, they raised five and a half million dollars um, in 2012 when they came out with it. And they actually, all that money did go into the game and they actually apparently went uh, bankrupt at we one point. Yeah. And, uh, but eventually, you know, th- because Journey was such a great success, they were able to get all that profit back and some. And so... Uh, they were able to, you know, getting the seven million dollars for this. They they've got themselves on solid ground now, and they can they can, thankfully for them, you know, live off a of, you know live comfortably while doing this. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, unless unless they're just really bad at, you know, you know handling their money. But I don't think so, especially this time since they have a like you said, there's an investment with a company called Capital Today, yeah. um, that they have a partnership with, uh, and. The other thing that I think is cool too, I'm, I, and I wonder what this game is because apparently it says "ambitious new game." I don't know what that means. It, it also says it's an emotionally engaging experience centered around human connections for players of all ages and backgrounds. For this new game, or are we talking about yeah. Journey? Because yeah. they just described Journey. Yeah, that's Journey. <laughs> Since finishing Journey, comma, 
the team has been hard at work to make an emotionally so they finished journey and now they're making an emotionally engaging experience centered around jesus do you guys not in grammar no i'm just, <laughs> I'm just clarifying for the audience yeah. Okay. Uh, no. no. It is it is it is a description of the game that they have been working on since they completed Journey, um, and having having played Journey, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't play their older stuff, Flow or Flower. Um, although looking, I just pulled up Flow, and it looks like something that I'm going to want to try. It's, it's actually it's actually Flow. Oh, according to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I want to. I'd be interested in giving it a try. Apparently, they have a web, uh, web browser game, and they also released it on the PS3. So I want to go back and try that out, just to see like if if there's similarities in the development between that and Journey, and then kind of be able to build an experience, uh, an idea of the experience for yeah. their new game. And one thing that oh, go ahead. Uh, one thing that I'm really looking forward to is and one thing that i can really like get behind are companies that really put their all into creating something and and this is might be a little bit far-fetched but any company any individuals who are working together to create something that are putting their livelihood on the line to get something done for the right reasons have my backing because I, uh, I've i talked with the director of Blair Witch Project, um, Ed Vasquez, because uh, he's a local around uh, where I live, um, mm-hmm. and, he, and he, visits my, he visits my college occasionally. Uh, <laughs> when, when they were doing uh, Blair Witch Project, they all were getting all their food from Costco in bulk when they could afford it. Every month, they had to choose which utility to shut off. All right, so we need water, so and we need electricity, so you know we're gonna not do heat this month, or oh, we're gonna you know uh, shut off this this month, or I'll eat nothing <laughs> for a week so we can fund this. And they were just like going between everybody's credit cards just to get this done. Yeah, and and it's a really big gamble when a company does this because. If they're doing this, they really believe, but they have to really believe in the product. Exactly. And I think that anyone who's willing to sacrifice that much for a product that they're giving to other people um, is, for all intents and purposes, a company that I can get behind. And actually, it's not just them, too. Like, they even talked about, like, the... Usually, when you think of investors, you're you're talking about, like, uh, venture capitalism and stuff like that. And, and, you know, they're, they're saying that they're specifically partnered with investors who are who think like them and, and their quote, I have to give our investors a lot of credit for seeing the landscape differently and believing in our vision for interactive entertainment. So they're not just looking like, you know, triple A publishers do. You know, they're not just looking for the next uh you know Titanfall. Yeah, whatever, Titanfall, whatever triple A game you can think of. Yeah. They're they want something original and that's nice to see out of that kind of part of the business. Um, yeah. and one one other thing that's really good about this too um, not that not that there's anything wrong with PlayStation, but they're not partnered with PlayStation, which means that they're not uh, they don't have to be exclusively tied to it. Meaning it'll be released on all platforms, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you have to add, there, Tech? No, no. I mean, not really. I mean, uh, there isn't a whole much, a whole lot of, in- whole much. <laughs> there isn't a whole lot of information. Speak your words on the game. No, I'm, I'm gonna actually do the rest of the episode in sign language okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'll just be at the corner there um 
I, I, I can't even speak sign language, so this is going to be really hard. It's going to have to be like Morse code. Like, yeah, exactly. Just start hand boning. There we go. I'll just, I'll, I'll just like uh, tap my mic stand, just piss everyone off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that uh, time will tell about the production, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they can get done. And, and speaking, yeah. speaking of the, uh, speaking of devs, devs starting off. And what they can get done. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, real quick, I'm just going to mention it in passing, and then we're going to move right along. If you're making games and you're interested in testing out RPG Maker, uh, it's on Humble Bundle for a week uh, right now. So, go check that out. Uh, you'll find your details. But the real reason we're talking is uh, there's been a change that Crytek has made uh, to the Cry Engine and is releasing it directly to developers via Steam for a monthly subscription. Uh, so, if you think, uh, as Tech reminded me before the show, the Adobe Creative Suite for like $19.95 a month, and it it's gets 50 you... Oh, it's 50 now? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, it's always been 50 It's 20 bucks for students, though. It's ridiculous. It's How did ridiculous. I get it? Just, just nope. go with Sony Vegas, people. <laughs> just don't, don't, just uh, Aren't you Domino's? Final and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, just understand, app, iMovie, best editing software, I can tell you. Not, no. Anyway. Uh, so, okay, so this one is actually going to be available on uh, on Steam for $9.99 US or Euro, which means you Europeans kind of get screwed a little bit. But uh, it will be available. A, the, they've made some changes to their, their license agreement. Um, you know, it, it doesn't appear to be a forever type deal. Like, I, it, there's a little bit of confusion amongst us as to whether or not it it follows through release or if it's just for development um but uh they're getting rid of uh what was the old one that they had uh i can't remember its name the, th- the sdk i think it has to be personally i think it has to be only through development because i mean something that's being because this they're releasing it via steam well they're releasing it via steam but they're also saying that you know you have as long as you provide their documentation their um you know the cry engine and, and crytech powered by endorsements that happen in your credit type deal like according actually, to the, oh yeah sorry i was reading the article i don't mean to interrupt you but actually yeah. to, to clarify the fact that if it's going to take it from uh the the full game um it's because it also talks about unreal engine 4 which is by Epic Games, and that charges $19 a month. And then they also make it a point that says that that Unreal Engine also takes, like, they're saying it as an effect that it's not as good as Crytek, the CryEngine, because it also takes 5% revenue off of the final project. And uh, just because we're talking numbers, unless my math is wrong, uh, uh, the markup on Euro is 26%. So it's so um, you're not getting gouged. It's thirteen fifty US for Euro. Okay. Um <laughs> I like how you did the math on that in the background. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna let you guys talk. Uh okay, so like you, you know, you mentioned it takes five percent revenue off the top, but you know, the uh the, the old the SDK uh was twenty percent. The when when Crytek was, was allowing people access to the to the SDK. Um, it's actually in 
their uh, their frequently asked questions, and it's basically, yeah, we you no longer get updates on it, and oh yeah, we no longer take the twenty percent royalty share well, that we used to. Well, I wonder if there yeah, that yeah. that's one reason why a lot of free to play games, like free to play, pay to win games, run CryEngine. Do they? Yeah. I, uh, well, MechWarrior Online does. Um, a few others do, I think. I thought a lot of stuff was on Unreal, actually. I don't know. Uh, a lot I'm of it a is game. Unreal, though. That is true. Yeah. Because I think, um, oh, what's the other free-to-play shooter that I'm trying to think of? Um, Blacklight Retribution runs on Unreal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, you know, it's... Well, anyway, well, talking about getting back to the point, though, right, is yeah. the fact that this is now available. <laughs> like, it's it's a lot more available for, for people who are, you know, just starting in the indie game community and or have made, like, smaller games now. And, you know, like, a lot of people who have been u- using Unity, for instance... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now they have like a much more powerful engine available to them that they can use. And, and I don't know anything about game developing, but I mean, I, that sounds good. And, 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 <laughs> you built engine, yeah. Yeah. If you don't, and if you don't know what it looks like, go look it up. I mean, they made, for instance, they made the games Crisis, Crisis Two, Crisis Three, which the games themselves suck, but the they look fantastic. Oh they, yeah. They. They run, they like. I mean, you have to have a powerful computer. That's, I mean, because that of the capability. But it's a, it. at the same time, that's also dependent on how you implement it. True. I mean, and, and optimize. True. Like, like the uh, the the Unreal Engine that everybody was all gaga about. Like, I've played side scroller games that looked like ass on that. So, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, there, it's there are garbage in, garbage out type of thing. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's now available out there for any of you developers that are interested in taking a look at CryEngine. Um, there's also a, along that same line, everybody knows WordPress for how awesomely simple it is. Oh, plebs, um, <laughs> and uh, and there is now somebody who is aiming to be the WordPress of HTML5 engines, and that is Kiwi.js. Uh, it's an open source, so I get support support for it. Uh, mobile first HTML engine that launched uh, on the 29th of May, and uh, it supports WebGL, Canvas, CocoonJS, and uh, yeah, it was made by a New Zealand team and is out there for the world. They want to do the they want to be WordPress. It has plugins, game templates, documentation. Uh, all that fun stuff. It's currently open sourced under the MIT license, if you're familiar with that. Uh, but it does have people that are using it commercially, so you can check that out in the show notes if you like. So and if then, you know uh, what any of that means, you might want to check it you. out. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, we're we're mostly reporting on it just because we, you know, any devs out there to create new indie games for us to review. Yeah. So and I had never heard of this until uh, whoever dug this up found it. So I think it's. I, I don't know if people know about this. No, it has know. it has um, on this particular article. It only it has nine Facebook likes. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's super popular out there. Everyone knows about this. Um, well, so on the opposite end of things, from from like these advanced engines and things like that, uh, you guys know about Papers Please. Great game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Pope, uh, the the creator of Papers Please is uh, coming he's creating a new game called Return of the Oberdin. Um, there's not like any gameplay or trailers out for it. It's very um, it's very 
there's not there's not very many details out, of, out about it. <laughs> he's basically just announced that he's yeah. making it. <laughs> um, there's just the the title the title screen. That's about it. But basically. Um, it's a tribute to to old school Mac gaming. If you guys remember, it's very oh my god, it's very uh, pixelated and, and uh, it's it, it's like a lot of those um, adventure games that you would play on on those really old Mac computers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks first of all, if you know Papers Please, Paper Please was awesome. Um, and it's just like when you look at it, you're like, what the hell is this? You know, because you're not used to like games looking two D pixelated. You know, there's not there's not a whole lot going on. But he makes it challenging and interesting and has a story. And I can only imagine that um, this is going to be the same way. So he's building it in Unity. Uh, He's doing it one bit rendering. And he's doing a devlog. It's it's being developed. I just thought that was funny. He's doing uh, one bit bit graphics in in Unity 3D. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's probably like... Either really hard or really easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says he he says it's a it's a first person mystery game. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It's it's, it's it's 3D first person. If if you check out, we'll we'll have a link to to the announcement that he actually made, and not you know necessarily just somebody re- announcing that he announced it. Um, he actually has an animated GIF of uh, uh, of the title page of the game that I really kind of like. If you. Uh... It, it, in talking about the game though if you do you guys know there's like a famous maritime like urban I don't know urban legend but there was a um, there was a, uh, a a famous merchant ship that was considered a ghost ship because they came across it it was completely empty but nothing looked like you know there wasn't like a fight or anything like that yep. there were no people but everything was in its place um, except for like three missing alcohol barrels or something like that um, and and for the longest time, people was, people were like, "Oh my God, it's ghost ship!" They they just vanished, and it kind of led into the whole thing, the triangle thing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the Mary Celeste. Yeah, there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what this is based off of. Which, by the way, that was disproven. That the three alcohol barrels, uh, there was like some weird chemical reaction where there was like a, an invisible explosion, and it freaked. What they think happened is that it freaked people out, and they just abandoned ship and the lifeboat and ended up dying out in the ocean because they were too afraid to go back to the ship. But then anyway, <laughs> stupid, stupid pirates or merchants aside, um, I think that's what this game is is kind of uh, referencing. And uh, basically, it's it's the story is coming from the perspective of an insurance adjuster for the East India Trading Company um, who has to go on board the ship and try and figure out why, what happened to it. Um, and it's it's really interesting that that he's choosing such a small setting, like a, such a small stage for this game. But he's he's saying that he's going to make it, you know. Fill is is it really game. is it really all that small in comparison to Papers Please? I mean, you had a chef. <laughs> True. In Papers Please. Well, but Papers Please did sort of expand on like, oh, you have a family and there's a big government watching you. So well, this I is think kind that of the same thing. If anybody has the the ability to make a ship into something that feels like an entire world, I mean, yeah. this is the guy to do it. Yeah. And I will say that I am like this game is putting two things together that I like brain crack guys you guys know like like, oh oh, okay so one the first game the first video game i ever played 
was the manhole game by Cyan on a Macintosh. The, the man- manhole game. I think you just the made manhole that game. game. No, no, it is called it is the manhole game. game. I have it on Steam now. <laughs> it was part of a uh, a bundle of Cyan games. It's not the same because it's not just it just doesn't look quite the same as right. it did. It was but like re-rendered or something. It was kind of. It had color and everything, and you know, whatever. But it's like that plus like old school ships and like sails and pirates and East India Trading Company. It's just like oh, I really want to play this game. <laughs> it's well timed too. I'm currently playing AC4, and just just yeah. because it's him though is why. I want Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, just yeah. because it's just because it's it's Lucas Pope, but um, anyway, any other questions about Obordin? I'm just really excited. Honestly, I, I that whole manhole thing. I'm pretty sure that's just something that Tech's uncle told him. No, okay. <laughs> I'm going to my Steam library. Well, I'm going to. <laughs> no, I know he was trying to. He's trying to transition. <laughs> but before we transition, oh, oh gotcha. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dumb. Before, before we transition, just a, just a PS to everyone. Um, on a pre- on the previous episode or the episode before that, anyway, um, among the sleep we talked about, remember that game? Yes, yeah. two episodes Little ago, kids. I think it was. Uh, among the sleep with the little toddler as the main character has now been fully released. Oh, yes, yay. and I'm very I'm very excited for it. It's on Steam as of today, recording May thirtieth. Um, so by the time it comes out, it's, you know, it's gonna be a few days, but uh, it it is now fully released. So go go buy it. That's cool. Um, well, anyway, we know that is now that Among the Sleep is now starting the ride, so uh, I think we should uh, move on to this week's starting the ride. What do you think? I'm okay with this. Starting the ride. Do it. Huh? This week on Starting the Riot, we have a game called A Story About My Uncle. Now, A Story About My Uncle is a game developed by the minds behind Sanctum and Goat Simulator. What's their name? Uh, They are Coffee Stain Studios? Yes, Studios. Coffee Stain Studios. And uh, they make make very good-looking games. Except Goat Simulator. (laughs) Goat Simulator was an exception. It was crap. But uh, a story about my uncle, one, looks beautiful. It's a first-person platforming adventure game. Um, I, think about... you got, I, got, I think you got your devs wrong. No, it's Coffee Stain. No, it's, it's Coffee Stain. North Games. What? what? I'm looking at their website. It's Coffee Stain Studios, damn it. Is it? Gone, Gone... North Games. Okay, okay, you're right. Oh, you know, you're right. Actually, Coffee Stain Studios is the publisher. Oh. Sorry, no, we're getting confused. Okay. God North Games is the developer. Coffee Stain Studios am, being the more. I am sorry. One. Well, I mean, Coffee Stain can really get behind good graphics because God North has great graphics in this game. <laughs> it's a, it's a first person platforming adventure game, um, with uh, movement being the focus of the gameplay, like moving through everything. Sort of, uh, I'm getting a Mirror's Edge sort of feel. Um, so if you yeah. like Mirror's Edge, you you might like this game. It's like a Mirror's Edge Bionic Commando. It's yeah, a, it's a little bit. It's like I think, I think maybe a little bit Mirror's Edge and a little bit of uh, Just Cause. Yeah, I can definitely. <laughs> and just and the, and the only reason I say Just Cause is because of the swinging on on the on the uh, grapple hook yeah. thing that comes out of your hand. Mm-hmm. So kind of, what's that game? Bioshock Infinite ish, maybe. Uh, eh. 
Yeah, well, so we shouldn't really compare it anyway. It's a game well, right. unto it's, itself. It's, it's it's very it, it looks it, it looks really cool, and um the the storing tell the sto- storing the storytelling element of the game also um just like I feel like I haven't played this game yet. Uh, you can buy it now on Steam, but it just oh, came out. This yeah, it it did just come the, out on the twenty eighth. So, um, but it looks uh pretty cool. Let's well, what's you that. said? You mentioned that the uh, you mentioned that the the narrator. Is nope, a, different game. Nope. Oh, you're thinking of, <laughs> yeah. later in the show. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's uh, yeah. Sumo Boy. Never mind. Okay, you're yeah. right. Um, so yeah, no story about my uncle. What really drew drew it to me is that it's like a first person platforming with a really deep story to it, mm-hmm. and it's you don't really see too much too many of those types of games out there. Um, and the grappling hook is, like you said, it's kind of like Mirror's Edge, where it gives you that feel of speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's probably compared. I'm not a huge fan of platforming games simply because I suck at them. But <laughs> I think I think this game has the ability to to make you feel like a badass as you're swinging. Like you know what I mean? Like you can just right exactly. I don't know if you played. Uh, Okay, oh, for instance, Batman, like that whole mechanic where you can like oh, grapple yeah. and then glide, that sort of thing. Because yeah. eventually there, you have like you have like uh, rocket boots or, or, or something like that <laughs> that you can get and it kind of gives you an extra boost towards like something else if you need extra air. And you just kind of like, you're just like flying around, swinging off of stuff. You land gracefully, you know, that sort of stuff. I think it, yeah. I think that's what really uh, turns me on to, to wanting to play it in the first place. And here's here here's uh, one of the one of the key things that I I like about this is that this game serves as a good counterpoint to Desert Bus because and, and <laughs> here bring it fast. By the way, my- wait. By the way, I, I I watched some gameplay of Desert Bus. I wanted to smack <laughs> the hell out of you. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not a good game. And I know, I know what you're going to say. It's not supposed to be a good game. No, I don't it was care. supposed to be a non-controversial and non-violent game. And in Does... order to make it a game with interactivity, they actually added like a 12% drift every randomized so many minutes. Oh, and it God. is a true-to-life time drive from someplace in bum California out to the middle of the Vegas desert. And then you turn around and go back. That's it. And you get like, one point. If I if I actually had, I, and, I don't know. That was this. This game. Here was my thought process on this. Okay, this game is also non-violent. You're doing puzzle solving. You're doing platforming. You're reading through. You're getting the story. You're not killing things. You're not running around with a machine gun murdering people. Well, you're not murdering, but you do have to make your way through enemies. But do you have to kill them? Well, I don't know. I haven't played. We I haven't played the game yet, so you can probably figure way around it. I don't know. It's billed as being non-violent. It is driven by non-violent gameplay. Oh. It's one of their key, like. I'm watching the videos that I've seen of it. I don't see any violence. I don't see them jumping on a goomba, or you know, I don't see them throwing boxes into drag. Like, yeah, there are monsters there. But it seems to be more about outwitting them using the environment than. Also, the NPCs in this game look like look like uh, a Smurf and something from Avatar had like illegitimate babies. <laughs> this kind of reminds me a little bit about Knit Stories, a little bit, in terms of like that. At- atmospheric sort of feel. You know, you don't really know exactly what's going on. But I, I'll be honest, I, 
I don't know what it is. I don't like first-person platforming. I just uh, realized where you got the non-violent thing from. It's actually on yeah, Steam. it's, 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 on their it's in their description. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like I didn't, I didn't really like Mirror's Edge. I didn't. Well, Mirror's I, Edge is just hard. That's true. That, that I don't is, think this is going to be like everything to a different button, like every limb to a different. Yeah, but yeah. I enjoy the first-person platforming. I enjoyed Mirror's Edge. That was an independent team in EA. One of my buddies actually was working on that team. Um, and, uh, and like, he was more disappointed that they weren't going to make a second one. They are. This, though, they? That's because it didn't sell very well. Exactly. I thought they well, were I, they're talking about it. No. Like, they, they were kind of talking about it. I don't know if, anyways, that's AAA stuff and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But, but this, I, part of, t- Tech, to answer your question, a lot of people have a hard time with first person because... Uh, the viewpoint is not true first person. It's a simulated first person, and that throws off your sense of, of spatial awareness. I, I'm yeah, really, I get I, what you're saying. Like yeah. you can't, you can't, you don't have the peripheral periphery, yep. periphs. I'll just say that <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't have the periphs uh, like you do normally in, in real life, and then yeah. you just kind of have this. Not only, not only to the side, but vertically as well. You kind of have like a sixth sense of your of the space that you take yeah. up. You know what yeah. I mean? And just better, better, minute control over your, your, your body parts. And as a counterpoint to actually what I was saying about uh-huh. you not liking first-person platforming, um, platforming in Minecraft seems to work well. It's, so No, it doesn't. Uh, it can. <laughs> well, you have more of an idea I wanted, of where you are. I don't know how many times I just wanted to rip my dick off. <laughs> when I had I, to, but, like, platform across it, it, lava. It, it, felt, it felt more natural to me than Mirror's Edge. But, like... I, <laughs> Natural, think, <laughs> natural yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. Eh? It, it, it. Uh, I just, nah, I don't have words. <laughs> I'm trying to get words. <laughs> I, I think that I'd have to try it. Uh, and if I liked the gameplay mechanic, I think that it would be one hell of a game. But I I'm just really skeptical about it. that part. They, they actually have a gameplay trailer. Um, I've been, I've been kind of scanning through it as we've been talking. It's really about epic, it. actually. That trailer. Mm-hmm. It, it looks really cool. I'm like, just like. Yeah, I'd try it. It seems a lot more floaty in a good way. Well, they did. They did mention that once Your you get the hang floaty. of the the gravity and and stuff like that, you'd have an easier time of it. But I I liked Halo too, so I like the kind of floaty nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Like the speed, the speed looks really good. The graphics look fantastic. I'm envious that you guys will have the ability to play. This. <laughs> well, <laughs> it'll be it'll be any month now before you can get something. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. So, but uh, yeah, Tekido's face is floatable, and yeah. uh, I think <laughs> any any last words. I'm stoked for this. It looks amazing. Try not to sound too excited. Yeah, Jeez. really. <laughs> I know. I am. I am actually. I put this in the in the notes. You guys are like, I don't know about this. I put this in the notes. I think it's. I think it looks fantastic, and I really want to play it. That's why I put it in. So, I, so I if any of you out there listening want to trust, uh, want to trust judgment, trust mine. Yeah, you you convinced me. I'm. I'm you were I'm like, you're like, you're like, you're like, I want to play it. Like you're just like fake. No, I no. I was running. drinking my beer at the time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beer is in the equation. You you can't be trusted. Just uh, <laughs> talk around a beer bottle in your mouth. Well, fine. We'll, we'll talk about something that uh, we all like then, because I, I know you guys already gave your opinions on the next game. So we'll move on to Peep Show. 
please give all your attention to early access. <laughs> I'm going to start off the Peep Show segment by saying last week instead of this week. Anyways, Sumo Boy, it is on Kickstarter. For those of you that don't know what that is, and that's why we're talking about it, it is by Tapper, T-A-P-R-R, a Australian game company. Uh, they're looking for $100,000 to make this game. And uh, why do we give a shit? Because, A, it's an awesome game. Right, no, no, just the, the the design behind it. What what little bit there is that they've that they've shown is looks really catching. Um, it is a, a small team. It's a thirteen man team, and uh, it is an anti bullying inspired video game. Now, it talks about OG or OG. I don't know a, a chubby orphan who is subjected to nonstop bullying in the orphanage where he lives. Then he discovers, you know, super magic spirit powers, uh, <laughs> and or, or no, sorry, he discovers sumo powers to rescue his mother, who is a spirit princess who needs his help. And you know, he goes through this. Apparently, it's a very he's a very sweet kid. Um, you know, not saying that all bully victims are sweet kids because some of them are horrible. Well, a lot people. of a lot of the crap trickles down. I, I, was, <laughs> I was I was a little <laughs> heel as a kid, and I was bullied, so I, you know I can't say that I'm anything special there. Um, but they they've really worked to uh, not make him the stereotypical hero of a video game, and they're also working really hard not to make it just a PSA. You know, oh, bullying is bad. They're trying to make it into a fun game that also talks about social justice and and how bullying, you know. And overcoming uh, that, that adversity. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it, overcoming and, that adversity. And, and Rev, let me just say this. Uh, as you were saying that, I had the, uh, the Kickstarter video in the background as you're saying this, and it's just so epic. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it guys... is. The music oh, yeah. is. Oh, too. God. Uh, this game is, uh, it looks like it's going to be Windows, Mac, Linux, PS4, Android, and Steam. I don't know how else you could do it outside of those three. But uh, I- I'm stoked that they're doing multi-platform across it. Um, you know, it is, uh, it-, it takes a lot from Japanese mythology um, and kind of all pulls it all together like they've done some some animations of you know the the sumo stomp used to to stun your guys and and move them away from you and you know it it looks it's got a cartoony feel about it it kind of has the i want to say the graphical look of almost a uh uh moba um, like League of Legends or something along those lines. I'm getting a lot of Bastion from it. it rem- uh, yeah, I could see that. And actually, um, it does come from AAA, or not AAA, but it comes from devs who have worked with AAA uh, companies before, so they know what they're doing. This is one of those games that uh, have a lot of um, experience behind it, so it's not something that you have to worry about you know, just falling through as long as they get their goal. And yeah. I think compared to most games, a hundred like especially for something uh, this nice, a hundred thousand isn't that much. 
um, at the at the time of this recording, and this is an Australian dollar, so I don't know what that means, but it's the same. <laughs> um, it's they're at six thousand one hundred and fifty-two dollars, and they have twenty-six days to go. By the time this show comes out, it's they're gonna have like twenty-three days, so plenty of time to get them there. Spread the yeah. word around, um, donate if you can, even if it's just a dollar um, or anything like that. <clears throat> and uh, of course, you always get the the rewards from Kickstarter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, their their backer rewards are are not bad. You know, get a, a get a copy of the game, get a um, get a digital copy of the soundtrack as you know, um, get all of that plus another game stuff like that. Get a eleven page comic book um, mm-hmm. that they made that that starts at the beginning of his story. Um, I think, and then they've got realistic stretch goals too. Yeah, like, like yeah. at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, they're talking about uh, you know doing a complete character and lore codex with art. Um, they're going to do if they make two hundred thousand cinematic cutscenes for the entire game. Uh, two hundred fifty, it'll be all fully voice acted. Uh, if they get three hundred thousand, they're going to do text and voice localization. And four hundred thousand, they're going to go for full console support. So, I do see where you're getting that Bastion feel from. I'm looking at some of these, yeah, some it, of it's the motion JPEGs or whatever yeah. they are. I mean, graphically, not so much, but uh, definitely, uh, well, like in terms of like the, the environment. environment. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and, and I will say that if you get my favorite spoken word poet to do a video for your game. I will throw money at you because Shane Koiskin, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Shane Koiskin is a, uh, is a Canadian spoken word poet. And there are not many things, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast that will make <laughs> the burly bearded Viking man talking to you currently burst into the tears. We burst into like tears. Like snot in your Oh beard. my God. You like I'll I'll link you guys to some of the stuff afterwards. Link, to link to me, your own link time. me to an audio clip of you just sobbing. Delicious tears. It's like I mean, and and he has a really big uh, thing about bullying because you know he was bullied and he's worked a lot with a lot of. Uh, there was a Canadian school that reached out to him because they had uh, six students commit suicide uh, in the same week. Um, and so he reached out to them. Uh, he's been on Ted. He's done a lot of stuff and it's just like, it's such a good, um, non preachy thing to get behind that will also be like a super fun experience to play. Probably. I mean, it looks like it'll be fun. It looks super fun. And, uh, (laughs) they're so far from their, from their goal, but I'm like, how much have you donated already? Just out of curiosity. (laughs) Uh, not a lot, but oh. I have thrown money oh. at it. I, yeah. I saw a picture of your poet. I know who you're talking about. I've yep. seen other of his videos. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's amazing. Um, and it's like, it's weird because it's like, this is, this, this is going to be cool. throughout the whole game. He's not just like, it's yeah. not just the monologue mm-hmm. in the beginning. He's yeah, exactly. He's similar, it's similar to the guy who, who narrated speaking of Bastion. Not not similar to the voice, but like similar to that he's telling the story throughout the game. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, that guy in Bastion's also really good. But yeah. um, <laughs> it's similar. To, like you're going to be hearing him the whole time. So if you love the guy, then yeah. obviously this, this oh, is yeah. going to be a cool game just because of that. Also, I think it's pronounced Taper. That's just my guess. 
taper. Oh, that would make sense because they're Australian. Yeah, I think it's I think it's taper, um, not not tapper. Cheese. There's tapper no, sounds like it have two P's. Ta- tapper, sure? tapper, like reminds me, it's like a mobile game company, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna think like a like a brewery, but okay. Oh uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah, so they've got a they've got an award winning composer Jeff Broadbent who's uh who who's doing the uh the piano work for the soundtrack. Um, you might recognize him from doing things like uh, Planet Side Two. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> I am alive. Do you need to uh, change your pants, I, I have like so many hours. I like play, <laughs> Planet Side Two is the game that I like have days scheduled of my life that I play. So, I uh, they've got. Uh, sorry, go ahead. You know, I was going to say. The, speaking of the art, too, actually, um, the, <laughs> the the Sumo Boy reminds me a lot of the kid from Up. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. He, he yeah. like a little little chubby Asian boy. That's mm-hmm. what he reminds me of. Actually, looking at it closer. Actually, they have one of the uh, one of the tabs. The overview tab looks exactly like the kid <laughs> from Up. I mean, different hair, but you know the the binoculars and the coat and the backpack. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other? So, yeah. That's check them out. They you know they yeah. the uh, the the team behind it is is fairly solid. It looks like they've got quite a background amongst themselves um you know and coming together the the artwork looks fantastic we'll have a link to directly to the kickstarter uh in, in the show notes for you guys yeah. um i am not going to be able to do anything this pay period but uh in about two weeks i am definitely going to throw in for this one. Oh uh, yeah. yeah and just remember because it is on starting the riot we think that you should definitely check these out show. Our peeps just shoot. Show, <laughs> I get them all mixed up. It's it's. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, no, because it's peep show. You know, it's here because we really think that you guys would like it and something that is like we, very cool for us. We so. trust this game. And oh yeah. Don't, a lot of time, I think one big cool thing about the peep show is that if you trust our opinions, then you can safely assume that the games in peep show are not going to turn out like Earth 2066 or Towns <laughs> yeah. or something like that. And so. considering that we all have very different uh, play styles and games, the fact that we're yeah. all getting behind something means you should as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, anyway, I think that it's it time. is time. Yeah, it's time for, for a little segment called Free Fun. <laughs> And this week on Free Fun, we have a game, like Tech said in the beginning of the episode, that really looks like it should not be free. I'd pay money for it. Um, I, I, I mean, I'd pay, I'd pay, I, I don't know, I'd say 10 bucks or something like that. Um, just based on, I mean, if you gotta say it is a free game, so the amount of content available is probably not as much as you would get for someone who has full funding. But the way it looks, the artistic style, it's 3D, the game mechanics, everything like that, I, I think I think it has a shot at being sold on something like Steam. This I game said its name yet? Yeah, I'm getting there. Too. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> smack your beard off your face. This game is called Path of Shadows, and you can find it on GameJolt.com. Um, Path of Shadows is a third-person stealth game where you control a reborn assassin capable of manipulating the shadows. So that's one really cool game mechanic is that you can take, you can create shadows in uh, different areas and blink, quote, quote, um, 
where you can basically teleport from uh, your current spot to the to the shadow that you create. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and really, it's it's got a lot of inspiration from uh, other stealth games like um, Tenchu, Metal Gear Solid, Splinter Cell, um, things like Dishonored, Mark of the Ninja. Um, and then the art style, they, they said, is actually inspired by Okami, Journey, which we talked about earlier, and Sly Cooper, which I know oh. a lot of people, there's a lot a big cult following for that. Um, and it's actually, it's really cool. It's actually a student project, which I think is why it's free, because I don't, can they sell their games while they're in school? I don't think so. I, I think they it depends can't, on the but it depends on the school, and, it de- yeah. and I think it depends on if it's for a specific project. Like, if they're like, oh, build us a, an environment, and you right. go out, and then, so, like, you couldn't do that, I don't think, but... Yeah, I think I think I think that's I think that's maybe why it's free because otherwise I, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't uh, have it sold. Um, but and they don't even have a, a, a really a developer like a studio name or anything or like that. They just call themselves Path of the Shadows team. So yeah. it's a group of students from a college that created this game, and I think that once they graduate, I think they have you know a fantastic future ahead of them if, if this is their you know They've their got debut. Eight. They've got eight people. Uh, a, a, they're they're from Spain. Uh, eight people in the team, um, and uh, they go to the University of Pompeu Fabra in Barcelona. Yeah, um, Spain. Oh, so it's a it's a foreign school. So I guess we don't know how their rules about right. making stuff. Yeah, is. they might have something something else going on there. But yeah, uh, yeah eight. The, the the main group is is, is only uh, is only five people big. Uh, and then they had somebody who did the, the special effects for sound, somebody who designed the logo, and somebody who did the goddess's voice. Um, and outside of that, it, that's what they are. So, and I think I think it's I definitely see in the art style the Sly Cooper uh, in it because yeah. it's got that like uh, what, what's that what's that called? It's like the comic book. What, what, cell shading, uh, yeah, cell, cell shading type of feel. Um, and I, I actually, the first thing I thought when I saw it was Mark and the Ninja. Like when I started watching the gameplay of it, um, uh-huh. that's the first thing I thought. So I think uh, go to GameJolt.com. They actually, I mean, I, technically, I think um, GameJolt gives ad rev sharing. Um, you can also get it directly from their website, which is yeah. the Path of Shadow mm-hmm. uh, of Shadows.com. Right. So uh, definitely go check it out, and uh, I think I, I think really that's one of the best free games that we've talked about so far. It has not, a 4.8 rating on, on Game Show. Yeah, it's that's fantastic. That's huge. That's out of that's a that's out of uh, they have almost 15,000 plays, so that's 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 168 ratings. So I guess out of 15,000. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but that's still 4.8 on Game Jolt is is really good. Um, so go go check it out. Uh, any other questions about this game? Uh, I actually just installed it, so I guess we'll be uh, <laughs> seeing if it's uh, how long it is. Uh, according uh, according to the uh, according to the dev team, if you run into problems play- running it with X split going, the game crashes and you're unable to record it. But if you open it in windowed mode, then you should be okay. Right. For any of you Let's Players out there, <laughs> uh, like that's, that's straight from the devs. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you for being open and forthright with your information. Um, well, that is the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, you guys excited for the end, <laughs> or are you just looking forward to the beginning? Oh yeah, of the I next? can't. I can't wait until this episode is over. No, I, I, <laughs> I've got stuff I have to play now. So. 
I, I've got stuff I have to play, stuff I've got to do some research into, and I'm hoping to drag this episode out for like another four or five hours so that we don't like my spouses want to go to a club tonight and <laughs> oh no <laughs> like oh, if I God. just stay here and keep recording then I'll never have to go but right. here's, what you, here's what you tell them okay here's what you tell them tell them that hey I don't do well with large groups of people because when I'm large groups of people the only thing that I can think of is that every single person in this room right now is an ejaculation <laughs> and that's a lot of semen I well <laughs> that just ruined our PG-13 rating. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, we're now on HBO. So. Yeah. Hey, I mean that's like that's like uh, well, now we, all the normal parts of game of, of a game. Now of now we just got to show so. some boobies and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Josh, get him out. Yeah. Time before before this just completely unravels. Uh, just uh, so you all know, you can find us on uh, YouTube where this show is hosted. Uh, YouTube.com slash Gaming, or you can just search Jashinya, which is J-A-S-H-I-N-Y-A. Uh, our Twitter account is at IGR Podcast. Same thing with Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. We have a subreddit that you can join uh, into the, the discussions on the games or any of the topics we talk about, news, anything like that, um, or give us suggestions or just talk about the show in general. That's uh, slash r slash Indie Game Riot. Our website for the time being is igrpodcast.webs.com. You can contact us on there. You can also get our episodes, that sort of stuff. Or you can just contact us directly through email. It goes to my email, which is joshinyagaming at gmail.com. Now. Did you talk about the website? Yeah. I did. You don't pay attention when other people I zoned out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you're fired and you're fired. So uh, say goodbye, gentlemen. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. I'll see you guys around. See ya. Toodles. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say that. I like this weird sore on the bottom of my tongue, like way in the back. I have no idea how it got there, but... It's called herpes. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the mouth herp.